This podcast should not be considered as medical or legal advice. If you are looking for such advice, then do contact a professional. But please find someone that has a brain and can think critically about what's going on in the world today. This is the Collective Resistance Podcast with your hosts, Leo and Fabiola. We will be discussing why we find ourselves resisting the narratives of the common collective, as well as why the common collective resists new information. Fabi, how are you doing? Hey, Leo, I'm great. Excited for the episode. I know. We are back for another episode of the Collective Resistance Podcast, and we have a special guest. Uh, so let, let's go ahead and uh, do a little bit of an introduction. Uh, Mitchell Joseph is an Oregon energy researcher living in Sedona, Arizona. He is also the name holder and CEO of the registered business entity, Mitchell Joseph Cole. Since learning about Oregon's ability to combat geoengineering and neutralize the harmful effects of EMF, he has created thousands of Oregon energy devices and gifted them to the planet. It began in Chicago, Illinois, and continues in his new home in Arizona. Like other Oregon workers all over the world, he has helped shut down the HARP network of geoengineering and mind control and continues to destroy, that continues to destroy uh, the parasitic frequency fence of cell towers, smart meters, Wi-Fi routers, and other parasitic EMF sources plaguing the planet. As an organ energy researcher, etheric realm repairman, and conscious-driven science nerd, his primary goal is to shut down the geoengineering agenda impacting the planet. Mitch, welcome to the Collective Resistance Podcast. Welcome. We're so excited to have you. I am excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, if you anyone who's not familiar with me, they'll learn quickly. I love to talk. Yes. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I'm excited for any opportunity. And really, this is a great time of year with the summer. Uh, the weather is on a lot of people's minds. And so mm -hmm. this is just a fantastic topic of conversation and I never miss a beat to share it with others. So excellent. Well, yeah. Mitch, we wanted to start off with, you know, kind of what brought you to all of this. I, and I, I wanted to just lead off too with, I've mentioned it in other podcasts, but I mean, I remember when I was first introduced to geoengineering, which was back in 2004 and I was working <laughs> in a car dealership and a guy who was getting his car serviced, you know, we're, we're told to go up and try to sell them a car. And uh, uh, little did I know that uh, I would be in for an entire afternoon of him <laughs> explaining what geoengineering was to me. And needless to say, he did not buy a car. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was my introduction to all this. But how did you come to all of this and uh, get to where you're at today? Yeah. Um, well, I think the simplest uh, point for that is that like I think a lot of us who are who are on this timeline I've, I that I seem to find us all on right now you know we all had our waking up moment where we just one day we didn't notice things and then one day we did yeah. and then once you notice it it's like you can't unnotice it so then you start asking questions and and then it gets really nuts and you kind of want to put it back to sleep but you can't um, for me it kind of started around like I want to say around 2012. Um, whether that's symbolic of other things that were going on or not. But I, I started questioning these things that by like around 2015, 
I knew there was something wrong in the sky. Like it was just intuitively. And back then I wouldn't even know what intuition really was. I think like a lot of people, um, you know, I'm, I'm not an NPC, but I think back then I was behaving as such. <laughs> and so I didn't, I wasn't in touch with uh, what we would constitute as intuition, which has grown my, at least I know mine and many other people, theirs has grown exponentially in recent years. So I knew something was wrong around, like I said, around 2015. Uh, and, and it coincided with all these things I was learning about energy. I was learning about how the world, you know, really worked. When I say that, I mean, on a political sense, um, I, knowing that the, you, I've referred to it more recently as planet dumb. I felt like, I, you know, I live on planet dumb, <laughs> but um, it's this idea that something was terribly wrong. And I remember around like late 2015, I was I was so distressed about these things I was seeing in the sky that I knew I'd seen for years. I'm referring obviously to chemtrails. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd, I'd seen them for years. We all kind of had. And I think the fascination of seeing those as a kid or as a teenager or whatever, and now as an adult, it was like something was, was ringing an alarm. And I, I don't remember exactly how I like there wasn't a definitive moment, but I do recall literally just doing an online internet search for, is there a way to stop these things called chemtrails? And mm -hmm. I, I think I just wrote like, how do you, can you stop chemtrails or how do you stop chemtrails? And I came across this, just, I came across the weird side of the internet. Um, <laughs> basically some very limited resources, very limited information about this thing that looked like a hockey puck which we'll talk about today. The thing I'm referring to is known as a tower buster. It kind of looks like, yep, there you go. Yep. <laughs> and uh, it's just kind of like people call it, we call it the hockey puck because it essentially looks like that. Um, but I came across this device, this hockey puck shaped device that people were talking about putting it around cell towers. And I was like, well, what the hell does that have to do with anything? Mm -hmm. And the more I, I was reading about this from, like I said, it was, it was pretty limited at the time. There were a number of people, but it was like, nobody seemed to really know that much about it. They just knew that what they were doing did something and had an effect. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, put this around a tower, put this around all the towers you find, mm -hmm. because those things in the sky were connected to the towers on the ground. And I thought, well, this is stupid. I <laughs> immediately i mean i really i was very skeptical and um you know in my life i don't know just my upbringing and i've said before like being a leo not that that's an excuse to be a jerk but it is <laughs> kind of in alignment with like having a point to prove uh mm -hmm. or you know i know sometimes i can get ego driven um sometimes i get very i mean i'm as subtle as a gun sometimes <laughs> but uh i wanted to prove this wrong because I thought there's no way in the world that this problem, because at this point I knew what was going on in the sky. I'm like, this is affecting the weather. And I started getting, and, and I could kind of see very like freshman level. I could see uh, how, what was going on at that time was going to have this longevity because you'd hear about things like they were, they would never, didn't call it climate change yet. They called it global warming. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, this is weird. Just all these things that it's like, you just hear all this stuff. It's kind of like how we've all for the last two years been talking to people in the, in a group mm -hmm. and you know that they're like trying to ignore us or they think we're crazy, but like yeah. the seeds are planting. 
Yeah. And so, yeah, when I, when I came across this, I, I was like, I've got to prove this wrong because this is so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember exactly how I know one of the first things I did was I found a person who made this stuff at that time. It was, they were using the technical term organite, mm-hmm. uh, which is these devices, organite tower busters. And so I bought a handful of these tower busters from this gentleman in California and I thought, well, I'm going to go around my neighborhood. And this was in Chicago at this time. I lived in a neighborhood called Logan Square. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, we, my, my partner and I, we, we went out, ventured out in the middle of the night. And we did this thing that all these people were doing, putting <laughs> this stuff around towers. Mm-hmm. And they were calling it at that time, they called it organite gifting. That's mm-hmm. a term we'll talk about today. Um, the reason we call it gifting is because somebody has fronted the cost of that thing that you're leaving as a gift in this area. Mm-hmm. So in this case, if you hear somebody say, we're going to go organite gifting, it means they're going to go take a lot of different types of orgone devices and they're going to, you know, I, I say, lose them in a boating accident. <laughs> like, <Yes. laughs> they're they're going to go lose, lose them out in nature or out wherever it is they intend to put it. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's typically going to come out of the, the, out of their pocket. And so we went gifting. And we did this gifting around the few towers in our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I noticed right away over that, that week, I noticed that the cloud formations going on above my apartment, they just, they looked different. Mm -hmm. The air, the air felt cleaner. The sky looked bluer. Mm -hmm. And in a place like Chicago, that is so heavily, I mean, to me, it's, it's just militarized as far as EMF. It's a, it's, it was gross. Mm -hmm. And so I think now looking back at it, I can say, I think that it was sudden reactions that were more dramatic than if you were doing this in say a place that didn't have towers. Yeah. But we started doing it in these towers and just working our way outward. And before long, it was like, you know, it wasn't just Logan Square. It was like we were gifting Andersonville and Wrigleyville and, and downtown in the loop. And, and mm-hmm. we would take the CTA train and go all over town and out to the airports. And uh, of course, not infringing on places you're not supposed to go of right. course i never encourage bad behavior but um <laughs> there's all but there's always a solution and my my personal uh my personal uh idea or whatever the word is my slogan is ask for forgiveness not for permission yeah uh in the case of this type of work and so um anyway we basically long story short is the grid we were creating the number of towers we were we were gifting and leaving this stuff or getting the stuff spread out around them was having all of these same reactions that i was reading about mm-hmm. through a lot of these these resources i found and i was at the time was very lucky to have such uh i had so much time on my mm-hmm. hands because of my career at the time i was got to be my own boss so I'd spend eight hours a day, just like I'd research this stuff and I'd go through all these like hidden forums. And there were like these just buried. It's a dream. Buried... <laughs> it, it was, it was a lot of fun. And it was, it was also a position. I, you know, I was in a position that over, you know, I, I ordered some, we would go gifting. I'd order some more of those, those pucks. We go gifting. Finally, I'm like, okay, this, this can get kind of expensive. Yeah. And, and I was seeing such promising results with our weather. I was seeing the cloud formations. I was seeing uh, these sudden drops in temperature. We Mm -hmm. were seeing increased precipitation. I'm like comparing just as much information as I can, as quickly as I can. And I'm like, I got to start making this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of, I just, I jumped in full, you know, both feet and 
I just like, I just kind of knew as I was learning about this thing with Orgone and Organite and comparing it to energy mm -hmm. and learning about all these things about how the realm works, learning about the electrical, the electric universe, learning about, you know, magnetism and, and just like, I was, I was getting a bigger understanding very quickly of like, this world is not at all what I was told mm -hmm. and nothing was making sense except that there was this device that had an effect on these other devices. Mm -hmm. And then comparing the two, I actually learned more about geoengineering specifically by doing this and mm -hmm. by realizing that there was a connection with the tower network on the ground. Then I was learning from reading things like, you know, the patents about, you know, that the, the military posts things online, you know, they make a lot of information available through like the Freedom of Information Act and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But everything I was learning about geoengineering, uh, it, it never fully made sense because I was, you, you guys have probably run into this too. Every one of us has run into this where someone asked the question, well, now why would these pilots be spraying their own families? Right, exactly. Well, I, I had mentioned in our previous, in our preliminary conversation that if we had this conversation six years ago, mm -hmm. I would, t I would tell you the answer to that question is, you know, um, I don't know. I have to just assume that like, there's just these evil, evil people in these airplanes. Yeah. yeah. Now, but now I look back and I say, oh, what makes you think that there's anything in that plane? What makes you think what's in that plane is human? Right. What makes you think, I mean, there's just, it, it, there's, and I know that sounds, that's sort of like, whoa, wait, what? Back. <laughs> but, but I think the, the point I'm getting at is that as more information has come out about things like geoengineering and EMF and, you know, in, in doing the work I do, and I know other people that are doing this and I talk to a lot of those people, some are, some are more well-known and some of them are under the radar, mm -hmm. but in, but in comparing this, this, uh, all these comparisons of what it is everybody's doing, we've been able to make more sense that while we can't answer every single question, like, well, we don't know why there is that plane in the sky. Ultimately, mm -hmm. we know that this thing has an effect on that thing. We know that there's a, you know, if I know, for example, if you were to go and say you knocked out a hundred cell phone towers by gifting them all with Organite in a, mm -hmm. in a densely populated area, mm -hmm. you're, you're going to see a very dramatic shift with your weather okay. and that could, in, that could entail all kinds of things too, which we'll, we'll talk about. I don't want to get all over the place. I know you guys, it's like, you're already having to reel me in. So. <laughs> well, no, no, it's great. It's good stuff, but that is probably a good segue. Um, I mentioned in our pre preliminary uh, discussion that, you know, there are a lot of terms in this uh, 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 topic that I think a lot of people are going to be unfamiliar with. So it might be good, even though Fabi and I know a lot of them, just kind of we'll play dumb and kind of walk through them with you. Mm -hmm. And I thought maybe we just start with geoengineering and chemtrails. And, you know, what do we believe the spraying is potentially comprised of or what do we what do we, yeah. what, what do we believe that? entails can you kind of describe at least what your and how does that is? connect with the cell towers because i always thought cell yeah. towers were for your cell phones but you, yeah yeah they might not um, be <laughs> they, they might not be um you know one thing i want to do since you since you said that we're geoengineering in our prelim conversation i would like to actually read to you exactly verbatim what i have on my website because the first thing i say it will then help me to explain the rest. Of it. I just, I liked how I worded it. Yeah, on there. sure. So, sure. Awesome. Um, 
Do you okay, want to so share like, your screen too? Because we can make um, you the host if that. Yeah. I. Okay. Uh, how do I do that? I, I can. I can I, make you the host here. Hang we'll on. We'll make you the host, and then you just click the share screen button. All right. That will be on the bottom. Okay, you should be the See, host. See, it's like now. a green All right. button right in the middle. Share screen. Okay. Yeah. And then, okay, so I would want to share this screen. Now, can you see, you probably see me right now, don't you? No, we see your screen. We see your we screen. See your oh, screen. you do see. Okay, good. Yep. I guess I just, I just see me at the top. Okay. So uh, I write, simply put, geoengineering is the deliberate energetic screwing with of the atmosphere. <laughs> Commonly known to be carried out by the aerosol injection of chemicals and biological agents, most often by plane, working in conjunction with non-native electromagnetic fields created by EMF technology, such as cell towers, smart meters, cell phones, and Wi-Fi routers. Mm -hmm. The textbook purpose of geoengineering is to control and manipulate the weather globally. That said, when researching all aspects of this massive rabbit hole, it becomes overwhelmingly apparent that the ultimate agenda not only pertains to the physical as we see it, but to the energy of the universe and the energy of our collective consciousness. And the agenda involves a myriad of, under, of underlying purposes that are countless and overwhelmingly strategic. I do like that. So I took forever. I'm sure. Okay, there we go. I took forever trying to come up with that uh, in a way that I was satisfied. And the thing about that is that is what I, I would have focused on the previous the first half of that paragraph had we had this conversation six years ago mm -hmm. the idea of geoengineering i mean ultimately to me it is it is the intense uh, or the intentional manipulation of the weather the environment the atmosphere mm -hmm. uh the elements mm -hmm. and from that it can branch out you know because geoengineering can be uh you know targeting and and killing a bunch of trees in the forest and making it look like you've got droughts and global warming and True. whatever it could, it's causing floods here it's causing i think like forest fires yeah. forest fires it's it's gotten bigger in in my uh grasp of it i feel like the the uh the stretch of where like what direction it can go in has gotten more broad to include things even like seismic activity and things like that mm -hmm. the the reason i say that is because as i learn more about this about the energy weapon is what i call it i i would that's what i would call the uh the harp network okay. um but the 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 emf web the the frequency fence is probably the best term i think for it which is comprised uh, of <laughs> So the frequency fence, to me, this is based on my experience, mm -hmm. the frequency fence to me is what I would have used to call HARP, which mm -hmm. was originally just a facility in Alaska, yeah. and there were, there's a handful around the world, but essentially a, a network of towers at a research facility that were used to create some sort of frequency and blast it out into the ionosphere, into the atmosphere, and to reflect it around the world. Now. Mm -hmm even just in that terminology, when I say around the world, sometimes I don't know what to think. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I, can, you know, I agree and, with and you. Can, and so people can pick up what I'm putting down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's it's more than just a facility. And so as I was getting into this, I, I use the term HARP a lot. Uh, that's H-A-A-R-P. Mm -hmm. It's like the High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. Mm -hmm. uh, it's... It is essentially the frequency fence. And the reason I say frequency fence is because it does encompass 
all of the things that would make up that that web mm -hmm. and all of the things that make up that web as you said mm -hmm. it's it's not just cell towers mm -hmm. it's it's like if you look around at what's going on in the world today you can see you'll you'll be able to pinpoint exactly what it is that makes up that that web mm -hmm. it includes all of the EMF technology that they are shoehorning into our lives mm -hmm. and getting closer to our body, to our mind and to our soul. Okay. And that, so that includes like, you know, people are like, Oh, I need to bust towers. I'm like, well, you also need to bust your Wi-Fi router, which, yeah. you know, I, I'm anti, you know, everything should be tethered in the house and you shouldn't have Wi-Fi. but right. I know some people, they don't have, you know, for whatever every everyone's situation is different but it includes the smart meters on the house it includes the tesla vehicle that's driving around you know I, no, sorry to say but like if you have a tesla you're driving a cell tower on wheels a microwave and, oh my god microwave really I, I used to say that more often microwave and <laughs> i get a lot of i get a lot of messages some most of them very positive but i it's not I, uh, a microwave, man. <laughs> I, tr I trigger I trigger a lot of people. Uh -huh. um, they don't. What they about don't wanna... those? Uh, you know, temperature the meters. Nests, yes, the, that yes, they give the... you from the power company. <laughs> look! Look at everything that they're trying to get into the home beyond like it started with Amazon Alexa right. and the Nest, the Nest thermostat. But now you've got uh, alarm clocks that you slide an EMF triggered ring on your finger on your middle finger of all fingers to wake you which i'm pretty sure is connected to your heart um you've got the bluetooth the the cancer pods that go in the ear right. mm -hmm. um it's it's just there's always a way and and now as many people probably have figured out over the last two years in at least in my view there's something that they're trying to get so incredibly close to your body that is affected by frequency or works in mm -hmm. this frequency web that gets shot directly into the arm yes. and boosted every six months. Plot shots. So the plot shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. We. I want to. What sure is I it? The dark. Any. The dark. Oh, I, 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 my, one, two, two of my favorites are the poison dart, the uh, poison which I think dart. I got from Tony Sayers, and uh -huh. then uh, the clot shot. Yeah. And so. Um, yeah, those are those are my two my two favorite. But uh, -huh. uh but anyway, I'm sorry. Sorry about the tangent. No, you're there. good. Uh so so this web essentially it's creating this fence. Mm -hmm. And that fence, you know, it's sort of think of it as like a it creates a playing field. Mm -hmm. That within that playing field, there's a lot of things that can be manipulated. And as I said, you know, 6 years ago, we would have I would have said, "Oh, just put this stuff around towers." do the act of what we call tower busting or gifting and change the weather, uh, change the frequency mm -hmm. and call it a day. Mm -hmm. But now fast forward and all these other researchers and, and, you know, I, I will put, I'm going to put together a laundry list actually, because I would love for people when they hear me say something where they're like, why does he think that? Mm -hmm. Or how did he get, how did he get to that? Right. And it's like through the comparison of not just my own research, but like, the people I go to to build on what it is I'm doing to learn more or who blow my mind, which it takes a lot nowadays, but like mm -hmm. the, the people who make me say, well, now, wait a minute. I know there's this, this, uh, artificial construct that's sort of being cast over the natural realm yeah. in the form of a frequency fence. Okay. And you go into other people who talk about things like simulations or hijacking of the system or that like, our world has, been, I mean, essentially our world has been hijacked. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, how, how does this compare? How would, you know, and then of course, consciousness, the whole idea of why I do what I do is to essentially change. Like you, you said it because I think okay, I might, you asked me for a bio and I, I said like for my title, I don't, I never know what to say. I just say organ energy researcher because essentially life energy, which, and I'll, we'll talk about that term, right? but, uh, etheric, uh, etheric realm repairman, I think mm-hmm. is a good, for me, I like that term because there is something going on. As I said, in that paragraph about geoengineering, there's a connection to the consciousness. There's mm-hmm. a connection to us waking up and there's a reason why one day we never saw chemtrails. We never saw what was going on. We didn't know if the sky was falling. We weren't paying attention. Uh-huh. And then one day we did. Yeah. And there's a reason why you can look at the sky and you can see what's going on with the weather and you can talk to somebody and say, how do you not see this? I know. You talk and, to people and they're like, well, you know, we live by an airport, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But they, they look at you. They look at you like like you're crazy. Yeah. Or they're or they simply say, like, what is it you're looking at? Yeah. And I'm like, the, the fact that the sky is filled with white patches that literally have grill marks that or yeah, I have or I have videos on my, how about tic tac toes? Literally yes. cross hatches for tic tac toe. Yes. And and you're like, no, this is It's a lot of air traffic, right. Mitch. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's the excuses. I mean, I will say, yeah, the head's in the sand. Yeah. Um, but but there's a reason why you you know stuff, you learn stuff, and it it uh it's like, you know, something happened over the last two years or mm-hmm. more now yeah. <laughs> that other, that other people don't. Yes. And it's like, well, how is that possible? You both exist here. Yeah. And so it's like, there are, there are issues at hand here. They go so far beyond the physical mm-hmm. and this stuff is helping. I, in my view, my experience, this stuff is helping to crack that code to figure out like, oh, we're in a play, we're in a game. We're mm-hmm. in a plan. I don't mean to trivialize life as it, I don't mean it as simplistically as that sounds. Mm-hmm. I just mean that there is a playing field here that has mm-hmm. to do with much more than our physical body and frequency, energy, and vibration, which everyone has heard that quote by Tesla mm-hmm. to understand the universe, understand frequency, energy, and vibration. Mm-hmm. I think I hear people tout that all the time who don't even fully grasp that. And I'm here to say that is absolutely true but we have we've only just started to see in our modern day the the extent that that goes and there's so much more because i believe that frequency essentially can be manif- you can manifest thoughts become things mm-hmm. well we we know that be careful what you wish for yeah this this has taught me that frequency can essentially be turned into the physical realm mm-hmm. and that is what this is about Really? Well, you know, we talked a little bit. We asked you if you'd seen the movie Tomorrowland uh, mm-hmm. before we started t- chatting and because we, we had watched it uh, last night. And and it was just so interesting because there's kind of some memes going around about that where they have this this other uh, dimension, really, mm-hmm. where all of the 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 elites like the not not the the rich people, but like the the dreamers and the smart people, they go to this other realm to invent and be unfettered. And somebody creates, uh, George Clooney creates some device that once he turned it on, it, it basically can't be stopped. And it's putting this negative energy into the, the minds, you know, through the electronic field. It's like, 
predictive programming almost, like getting、uh-huh. people to now believe there's a doomsday scenario that's coming and there's nothing you can do. Basically, you're、yeah. powerless. So you might as well not even try. But, but, the, but the, I thought the lesson is actually quite good because it's like, you know, well, you can actually turn this around by feeding、uh-huh. actual positive energy.、Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this is something. And that's that- why you, the tower busting or the geo restoration, I guess, the repair. Dusk. Is that right? Do, do I understand yeah, that right? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, because、uh, again, you know, six years ago versus today, I would say, oh, this is all about the weather.、Um, mm-hmm. And then I kind of got to the part where it's like, well, you know, if you can control the weather, you can control the world. Yeah.、Um, but then it was like, oh, there's a connection between us and our energy and the weather. The weather、mm-hmm. is an energetic process.、Mm-hmm. It's not, r- rain is not as simplistic as. The process of evaporation, condensation, rain clouds form, they explode and kaboom it, and then it comes back down. And it's, you know, that's、uh, because I've had it rain on me doing science experiments with like, you know, I'm just going to show this as a visual aid, and I don't mean to jump too far ahead, but like weird things that I possess that. <laughs> did you make that free- one? <laughs> I did not. I got that from a friend in Australia, and we can, I can, I'll include anything. Like people can find obviously anything on my website. That'd be awesome. But、um, I'm going to specifically do a, a, a blog post that will be available and ready when this episode airs. Awesome. So that、um, anyone can go to that website. I'd love for that. Just, yeah, I feel like it'll be a great way to sort of like tack on anything that we. Uh, ran out of time, or in this case, I can say what that is and what、mm-hmm. you know, all that. Theorgondonor.com, right? Theorgondonor.com,、mm-hmm. yeah. And that it's all at the top. People can see my blog. I, the thing is, is over the years, I do,、um, I, I don't blog every day like I used to.、Mm-hmm. Um, for me, when I was on that mission of like, I've got to prove this as wrong,、um, and was pleasantly surprised. And、mm-hmm. so I, I would blog about like the different experiments I was doing, the reactions we had, things that were going on in the sky.、Mm-hmm. Uh, th- things like when, you know, I, I didn't, I was not the first and I won't be the last to discover that the whatever this is is intentionally trying to obstruct the moon during particular lunar cycles, like the、oh. new moon and the full moon.、Okay. And that there are, Observations to be had in the sky based on celestial events and astrology and the sky clock.、Mm-hmm. And that, you know, there are lots of things that have been decoded or at least patterns have been decoded.、Mm-hmm. And so that's the kind of stuff I like to talk about.、Um, and I apologize, I got on that tangent there.、Um, but the point being is when I've used things like that or I've used the,、uh, the copper pipe towers that we call chem busters,、mm-hmm. which、we'll, I'll talk about those in detail too. But we, when I use these different tools and we bust a bunch of towers and we change the weather,、um, I've had it rain over me where there wasn't a cloud in the sky. Really? And, and to have that happen, it's like, it's like maybe I'm not seeing the clouds. You start learning about things like the holographic universe.、Uh-huh. Uh, but, but then, you know, learning about like the electric universe,、uh-huh. uh, this current, this energy, all these things that seem to be manipulated or they're trying to basically bastardize it.、Okay. It's like it opens up this field of questions like, what are these processes that are going on?、Mm-hmm. And is the physical textbook definition that we have for things like meteorology,、mm-hmm. are these accurate? Okay. Because weather modification and what I would call terror, I call it terraforming, really. Okay. The, the terraforming of this planet has gone on longer than any of us can pinpoint. 
And so it begs the question, what is normal? What is a normal cycle? Can what we define is... terraforming? <laughs> yeah, terraforming. So I, I get that term from studying uh, Wilhelm Reich's work. The okay. um, Wilhelm Reich, who I, I know I'm, I'll make sure that these are all terms too that we cover. Mm-hmm. Reich is essentially the father of mo- what we would call modern day orgonomy. He is mm-hmm. the person who coined that term, uh, at least from what we are told in our history. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wilhelm Reich, orgone energy is essentially life energy. Okay. It is this it is this like bioelectrical charge, this frequency that goes through the universe mm-hmm. and it, it passes through all life forms. Okay. There are ways that it can be harnessed and it has been harnessed. And mm-hmm. what happens is it puts things essentially back in alignment okay. when they get out of alignment. Okay. So when I, when I try to compare this with the weather related stuff, when I look at cell towers, it's like, I I kind of came to this idea that, okay, if this is what he did with harnessing this energy, it's like something's trying to, to harness the, op, uh, the opposite of it. Oh. And so throwing things out of alignment, which is okay. why I say when I talk about the, the cell towers are essentially creating the frequency fence, mm-hmm. the frequency fence is creating the playing ground of what I would call the matrix, mm-hmm. uh, the ability okay. to invert it's all just energy inversion. And, okay. you know, ener- the idea is that energy isn't really created nor destroyed, mm-hmm. but that we're all playing this game of transmutation. Okay. And when you're talking about like that film, which I have to I'll try to watch that tonight, actually, yeah. uh, the, the idea of like fighting evil mm-hmm. with good, mm-hmm. well, that's, that's essentially the same, that's the same idea. Okay. So, with, when like Wilhelm Reich, for example, um, and I'll include, I'll include a couple of books uh, for people that are curious, they want to get into that. Like, yep. cause I, you can't do this with tower busting. Like there's so many people that are like, well, why does this work? What is so this So the do? tower How busting is basically inverting the it's energy. Inverting, it's inverting whatever's coming off of these towers. Okay. And it's, it's changing the frequency. Okay. And so, um, my kid, my kids of, kept asking me, so are we going to tear down the towers? I'm no, like, no, I mean, that's, that, <laughs> I'm and trying that's to explain uh, it to them. no, that's important to you. It's like, yeah, you don't have, you don't have to, uh, to do certain things, like I said, but in the case of learning about like, well, why does this work? You know, six years ago, I'd tell you a definitive answer. Well, it works because of this. And now I'm like, we're kind of getting back to the point where it's like, well, we don't fully understand Mm -hmm. why it works. Mm -hmm. We know more about the energy and what it can do, Mm -hmm. but why this is, it's all, because it also asks the question, well, then who put, why did they put this up? Why did they put up this network? Yeah. And it's like, well, when you research all these other topics related to consciousness and, and everything that's going on with even the clot shot, uh, mm-hmm. it's like all signs point to this idea that something is trying to shut off the advancement of collective consciousness, yes. that human beings woke up. And it's like, well, then, so I go and compare that to, well, I see something in the sky and they don't. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm on a different trajectory than mm-hmm. other people. We're all living in kind of different realities, but it almost yeah, seems like different really it's perspectives, like, right? It, exactly. But how, how can these coincide? Mm-hmm. And it's because it's all frequency based mm-hmm. and that frequency then manifests or 
you know, it, it either starts or stops different things. Okay. So in, in the case of the towers, you know, you put stuff, you put like organ devices around the towers, you'll change the frequency. Mm-hmm. But someone, someone like Wilhelm Reich, uh, who's, who made things like the organ accumulator box, which an accumulator box for those who aren't uh, familiar, it's imagine something that's a roughly the size of like a, a medium sized refrigerator okay. box that a person with a chair, you know, put a chair inside of it and they sit inside of this box. The box was constructed with these layers of, of particular material that would attract or repel what was known as this life force energy. Mm-hmm. Well, these, well, these things that we make, they're made out of similar materials. Okay. When I say, when I say materials, I mean, organic and inorganic materials, uh, organics, like uh, carbon-based life forms, mm-hmm. they will uh, they will attract this energy, okay. and this energy, as as theorized by Reich, was that it passes through all living things. It passes, it permeates everything, mm-hmm. and it keeps us in flow. It keeps us in balance because it is essentially like God consciousness. Okay. It's just it's the spark. It's the if I say if it was Star Wars, if we lived in Star Wars, <laughs> it would it would be the Force. The Force, and so. Something wants to throw that out of alignment and cause all this chaos, which with an inversion of it. Mm-hmm. And so by, by constructing this box, people could sit inside of it and it would harness this positive energy. And, you know, two of the biggest results he saw was um, it's tricky to use the word cure. I have no problem using that, um, but I'm not a doctor and I want to make that clear. But he basically like he uh, treated, I'll say treated people with cancer Mm -hmm. and infertility. Oh, wow. Well, cancer, cancer is obviously a mutation of like abnormal life uh, taking over. Yep. And so it's interesting that we're dealing with life energy and that when you can correct that balance, it's like, oh, one of the first results is that you're killing cancer cells. That's another another thing that goes in our coincidence salad over here uh-huh. um and then as far as infertility you know the the reason that this term orgone exists the reason he called it that is because this energy is essentially sexual energy it's the life energy that conceives life that makes up all things relative to life is pro-life yeah i know it's like well, the, like the word orgasm is kind of generated exactly from the same thing. yeah e- exactly and so uh, it's it's like um, in the case of fertility, you know, to me, it kind of I'm, I'm not I don't know all the answers, but I'm connecting dots and I'm thinking, well, gee, if a person's infertile mm-hmm. because they're out of their life is out of balance and, and that can be put back into alignment and then they can conceive. Yeah. I'm like that's that's really interesting. It is. Well, in the case of the environment, when we're restoring the same energy flow, it's like, oh, how interesting. Mother Nature appears to be acting now in favor of us. Mm-hmm. And we learn about how the earth is an, is an ecosystem. It is essentially a living thing. Yeah. And, you know, I, I have a phrase I say that gets, it gets me some nasty emails from time to time. Um, I, it's because of Wilhelm Reich's work. I do not believe that deserts are naturally made. They are artificially induced Mm -hmm. and it's by what we would call terraforming. Mm -hmm. And in the case of- Yeah, that's where we're going to get terraforming. What is that? (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) You're fine. Terraforming. I mean, you're, you're, I mean, the root word terra, I mean, obviously Mm -hmm. being the earth, Earth. uh, it's you're, you're forming it in this way, but it's like, 
the word probably doesn't do it enough justice because it's it doesn't it doesn't talk about like the malicious intent behind it Mm -hmm. you know i guess i could even say like well are we terraforming by restoring the rain cycle and having having it's it's like it's like a manipulation yeah it is it's it's a manipulation that would um it would be exerted by some factor whether it's good or bad and what the intention is um but there is something using frequency to terraform uh in a way that you know for, for at least for myself and people can say whatever they maybe disagree but i believe that as the earth being if it's a living being Mm -hmm. it would not kill itself nothing will ever kill itself it will always be survival and i look at terraforming as basically the cancer of this planet all of the the geo destruction basically Mm -hmm. it's like there's a there's a disease Mm -hmm. and of course they want us to think that it's us and we need to pay more taxes and buy a tesla but any bugs And, but in reality, it's like, oh, no, we need to change. We literally need to change the vibration of this realm. Mm-hmm. And I don't even mean that in a, in a woo-woo new age way. Mm-hmm. Because, again, everyone says everything is frequency, energy, and vibration. Mm-hmm. But I, I hear that. I'm in Sedona, Arizona, the mm-hmm. woo-woo capital of the world, it <laughs> yeah. seems. And I roll my eyes because I'm like, these people, they say it and they they don't even understand just how much extent. They think it's just like, I'm just going to pretend nothing's wrong and be all like, I'm just going to like talk about ascending to the 5D. And I'm like, yes. You're, yes. you're not, you are never going to. And, and actually, I will say this is a separate tangent, but just with what I've been learning lately, the more I expand on what it is I'm doing and reality, you know, I mentioned before my reality was recently crumbled as I, as I learned new uh, concepts I'd never considered. I can't wait to hear what those are. But they're, but they are, it's this idea that like, oh, we, we really are not where we think we are Mm -hmm. in this universe. And it is a playing field. And, you know, again, thoughts become things, everything's mm-hmm. frequency, and yeah. it can be used for good or for mm-hmm. not good. Well, so, well, so let, let's let's kind of then level set a little bit. So geoengineering chemtrails, um, we do think those are, I mean, we don't know exactly, but I mean, some type of metallic particulate, would you say? Yeah, the, the common metallic, the common... Uh, textbook of that from all the patents and the research, which I, I include this on my website too. Okay. Like awesome. there's a whole page all about geoengineering. I mean, I I started out with the topic of the aluminum, the barium, and the strontium. Mm-hmm. Those are the three main components that get talked about the most. Yes. It, it's so... And, I and remember watching up, those documentaries talking mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, there's there's no shortage of material to show that the government at some point has done X, Y, Z. Um, there are endless patents and projects that people can look up. And I mean, like some of the ones I talk about on my website are like, uh, the hurricane that they caused in Savannah, Georgia as a test to see if they could control hurricanes. Mm -hmm. Um, in the, in the project, they say that they lost control. They couldn't really control it. Although the town was destroyed and I know damn well that they did it intentionally. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, there's, there's those types of things. There's the, the Vietnam war causing monsoons. 
um, destabilizing Cuba's economy because Mm -hmm. sugar was their main crop and like just ruining crops. I mean, Mm -hmm. people can probably figure out right now there are things going on that from, you know, I'll have to say is food crisis or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. And people can, can go anyway with that. So it's like, there are things that they do and there are things that they're very vocal about. They'll say, oh, we, we've been doing this for years, or we're going to do this, or you can read only this this program. Uh, it's uh, There's a pamphlet. I think I have it on my website. You can click to download the PDF of their own. It's their own document, Owning the Weather by 2025. Mm-hmm. And wow. it's, w- when it all started for me, I would see that stuff. And I do the same thing that a lot of people fresh out of the gate would do. And they'd be like, oh, my God, the government's going to kill us. Yeah. Uh, they want to con- want to control us. There's nothing I can do. Well, they definitely want us to think that. <laughs> they want you to think that yeah. for sure. Um, but it's as you start to learn more about the energetic component of this, the etheric side of this, why I say etheric realm repairman, mm-hmm. uh, the energy behind what it is they're doing is actually what's important here and when you start messing with these devices and gifting when you start doing this activity and you start neutralizing the web that has been created to make that thing they're doing operate Mm -hmm. well then what you see in the sky doesn't match what's on paper that they're sharing with you the -hmm. stuff about the particulates the stuff about uh what's coming out of the back of that plane Mm -hmm. and it's it's like People, I have a on my website under the geoengineering tab at the top. There's a mm-hmm. drop down, and there's a, a little section there that says "Best of Chemtrails." Oh yeah, Those can you just, show that? Because that blew yeah. my mind. I had I, no. I think idea. you're still the host. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I should have. Sorry. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I, I think. Yeah. Right, here, can you see, see it? Okay. On the bottom. So. Okay. Did it come back up? It's coming. Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. So. There you go. Okay. So best of chemtrails. Um, and also if this thing is in the way, I can move that. Uh, so like I have, they're going to, they might be kind of hard to see cause they'd be coming through my computer onto your computer, mm-hmm, we can um, see it. but, but there are things that happen to chemtrails in the sky that I would beg anybody to explain to me what kind of aluminum powder does that. Yeah. Uh, where it starts to, th- what happens is these things will spiral out of control. They'll seize apart kind of like, uh, like a, a DNA helix or a spaghetti noodle. Yeah. And you can see different types. It's like, you can see waves going through this stuff and it doesn't, it, you know, it's not pluming. So it's like, well, what kind of aluminum is this yeah. that they're using, you know? And on top of that too, like for how much, can you guys see that right mm-hmm. there? Yeah, okay. yeah. So so with how much, this is just one of one of many videos that are on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the sake of not, uh, here, I'm going to go ahead and hit end here actually on sharing and give it back to you too. Okay. Is it the bottom right where it says? No, we're good. Yeah, you're fine. It's, you're it's fine. fine. Okay. Yeah, All right. I just don't want to dis- Because I don't want to disconnect. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so pe- I would encourage people to go look at that and start uh, start looking at what's going on in the sky mm-hmm. when you start using this stuff mm-hmm. because it's it's not it's not what they're saying on paper mm-hmm. and with how much they spray allegedly that you know it's and that's see I have to stop using that word like it still sneaks up 
on my on my verbiage uh-huh. where I'm like, oh, they're spraying today. And I'm like, there's no evidence to show that they're actually spraying. And people will come back. I get so much hate about <laughs> when I say this topic. Uh-huh. It's the one that bothers people the most because they'll say, oh, well, we've tested our soil. We've tested our water. Right. And I'm like, but I remember like thinking about like the industrial revolution or thinking about how much like pollution can take place beyond the the exhaust of an airplane Mm -hmm. and you know a lot of planes i mean i have relatives in jet propulsion engineering as they would say who have even said like it's almost impossible to have these things in the sky you know as far as the contrail aspect Uh and so i know a lot of people would say well yeah it's because they're chemtrails they're spraying chemicals and i'm like okay but the amount that, that we see or that we have seen over it's the course a lot. of our lives, it is a lot. And I'm thinking to myself, why am I not physically covered in white stuff? I should yeah. look like I should I should look like sparkles. You should be all sparkles. <laughs> yeah. And and it's like and then of course people come back and they'll say, Well, what about this nano stuff in my skin? And I'm like, Yeah, the the Morgellon. Morgellons, whatever Morgellons. it's called. You know, it's, it, it, this is one of those things, like people will have to, um, the simplest thing I can say to answer all of anything we could have from naysayers is to go to my website, read my entire website, and to start watching all of my podcast episodes mm-hmm. because every single one offers, you know. A little more. And a little, well, different perspectives or new information here and there, or different topics going into different things in different amounts of detail. And so I always try to explain, if, if I can't say exactly why something is, if I don't know, I will at least explain to the fullest extent possible why I believe what it is, how it is, why it is. So what, and, so, so could we touch on that a little bit? First, what tool did you use to get that effect? On the scam trail. And then second, what do you think this white stuff is? Okay, so there's a consistency with people who are busting towers. Um, Anyone I hear from who sees the same thing I see, Mm -hmm. it's always the same. It's somebody out there who's taking a pretty active role Mm -hmm. as far as doing the what we call the busting, the tower busting or Mm -hmm. the gifting. And I guarantee you that if you... Like if, if you go knock out a sizable number of towers around your geographical location. Mm-hmm. We're working on it. You're going to I think see I did that. most of them. <laughs> <laughs> you're go- I mean, you're going to see that in the sky. Okay. Um, the way that you can really speed up that effect, though, I mean, we have every tool. I mean, we've talked about the tower buster, of course, mm-hmm. but like we've also got the earth pipes. And mm-hmm. the earth pipes are very significant for me because I've been burying a lot of them all over the state of Arizona. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if people want to look into it, they can see that last year we had the wettest or second wettest monsoon season on record. We are projected to have a wetter season this year. And I think it was Zero Hedge who just released a drought forecast or a drought update yesterday with Mm -hmm. a map of the U.S. The spell, the force spell. (laughs) The force spell forecast. (laughs) And out of all the the entire United States, Southwest United States, there was one state, Arizona, that is not in a drought. And people will, they'll be like, well, it's dry here. My trees are crisp. And I'm like, well, 
the entire state, I'm saying as a collective, that the majority, like Lake Mead is low mm -hmm. because it's a man-made lake that they choose not to fill and they choose to drain it and then say it's climate change. Yeah. So people need to stop listening to the news, but they need to like look around at the fact that we had, we had two springs last year. Instead of a winter, we had another spring. Awesome. And that it wasn't until more recently um, that that things were a bit dry, but we were projected to have one of the worst fire seasons in, in our state's history last mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. It never happened. Amazing. And while they said they said everybody else, it's like, oh, it's going to be dry. California, New Mexico, Arizona, yeah. dry as a bone. Meanwhile, we're flooding left and right. Mm -hmm. And everybody and then those on the outskirts of us are obviously they're having their issues, too. But I, I see other people who are doing this stuff and they're having positive results or mm -hmm. seeing the same things in the sky. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to if you want to jump in like full or if you want to jump in head first and, and really get going with this and mm -hmm. you want if you're like one of those people that's like, well, seeing is believing. I won't yep. believe this till whatever. <laughs> I, I would suggest that people go and invest in a chem buster. Yeah. And a cam buster is a, it's about six feet tall. It's a contraption. With Do you want to share a picture of it? That's sure. on your website. Yeah. Cause I, I went to ctbusters.com and there were three types. I was like, okay, now which one do I get? Can Mitch just yeah, tell me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he might only, I think on his, he might only have one. I've got instructions on my website to build for one. building, to build chem busters, but these are, hopefully this picture is big enough for you. Um, it, it's like, imagine a gigantic piece of organite that's cast in a bucket uh, that bucket then has protruding out of it uh, a series of pipes. In this case, this particular one is copper. Mm -hmm. There's six pipes there. Mm -hmm. And it's, it takes up about a square foot on the ground, and then it's about six feet tall. Mm -hmm. These are, the, the term is chem buster. Mm -hmm. Some people call them cloud busters. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason they call them cloud busters is because they're based on the cloud buster that Wilhelm Reich created. Uh, it's it was a different type of contraption that I think, let me see up here. Here's an example of, it's a real faded picture from his book. Um, but it's, he called it the space gun. Uh, it was, it, it was a long, uh, it was basically a bunch of, a bunch of long pipes uh, with a, with some form of grounding agent. Mm -hmm. um, grounding is a big component to this here. I'm going to stop sharing. I'm going to go ahead and go back. Uh, grounding is a big component to this because, you know, kind of in the same way we all, uh, people walk around barefoot, mm -hmm. uh, walking in the water, walking on sand, things like yeah. that. Um, grounding is a component to moving energy. Mm -hmm. So his devices that he was using were agitating the ether and he was shooting them into the atmosphere mm -hmm. to basically generate these storms to get this flow of energy moving like it's supposed to. Okay. Well, these things, these things like chem busters using similar, like I'm using ma the materials they're made out of mm -hmm. are doing the same effect to draw that energy or to move and manipulate that energy mm -hmm. and stir up rain clouds. Yeah. We call them chem, chem busters because it's the idea that it's busting chemtrails. Mm -hmm. And I have, um, I mean, in the case of that video, you know, people ask me like, Oh, Mitch, how much, how much stuff should I get? What should yeah. I get from my property? Well, I have more organite in my house than God. at this point. <laughs> so it's not a fair, and it's not a fair example. And you share a lot with others, right? It's I do, especially <laughs> around where I live. I mean, I've gifted most of Sedona 
And then most of the Verde Valley. And I mean, we, we venture out, I've been here for almost four years now. Mm -hmm. Um, I set out to cover the entire state of Arizona and that is exactly what I have done and continue to do because there's no shortage of towers that are, you know, they're, they're always going to keep going up. Mm -hmm. They're always going to be pushing back. But, um, as far as like getting a chem buster, you know, you, you take the small devices, like what you've been doing Mm -hmm. and you, you want to neutralize each of those sources that are feeding that web in the first place. Mm-hmm. You create your grid. Can you, you do that with Starlink too? Because we have Starlink up here. Well, um, oh, you're talking about that facility? No, Starlink is like uh, so well, they, the do, there, is a, there is a Starlink facility though in Sandpoint. Is there? It's, so I one thing I'll say about that is I are don't worry about the facility you're talking. I know the facility you're talking about. It is in around Coeur d'Alene, right? I think it's between Sandpoint and Coeur d'Alene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I have friends that do this as well and they live there. So it's like, oh, cool. as far as that particular location, like when it, I'll just say earth pipes, like it's taken you know, care of, it's taken care of <laughs> okay. as far as the, as far as the satellites, um, I have seen Starlink go over my house or what was told, I was told it was Starlink. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that the, every day that passes in this matrix, I am having more and more doubt about what's really going on up there. Okay. Um, I don't subscribe anymore to satellites being what they say they are. Okay. But when you, this is one of those examples I would say people should read. There's, there's a book by Wilhelm Reich called Contact with Space. Mm-hmm. And he talks about different uh, things. He'll, I'll say entities uh, or energetic enigmas, these enigmas, these uh, alpha energy alphas in mm-hmm. the sky mm-hmm. that reacted certain ways when he was playing with his space gun. Oh. And I know that, you know, of all the data I've compiled and what I've witnessed myself, what I've talked to other people doing this work, what they've experienced as well you start to see some stuff, especially oh. living in a place like Sedona. We have a dark sky community. So the lights are out at night and it's wonderful. Oh, uh, there, there's, no light, there's no light pollution here and it's amazing. And, but it's for military. They say it's for military purposes. It's, <laughs> I, I would agree because, you know, this is like Sasquatch territory. Yeah. The, the vortexes and the energy points. I think there's even a portal over in an underground base in west like a cern type of thing (laughs) there is actually there is this i'm pretty sure there's a cern i'll come back to it but it's up near flagstaff actually um but but the point being um was it what we were talking about like uh what was the last thing i said before uh was it about how much stuff to get yeah 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 so so like when you you know before we talk about this can you just tell us what you think those than white things yeah oh that's that's what it was i'm sorry (laughs) you're fine um it's so it's like i don't know what to think about those i know that i'm i know that i have been nothing but lied to my entire life Mm -hmm. um i know that energy is important to this i know Mm -hmm. that there is a you know i i would call it more of a demonic source or a parasite Mm -hmm. um we if you follow my work people will hear me and other i know plenty of others in the what i call the orgone community who will use the word parasites as well Mm -hmm. there's something about our energy Mm -hmm. our consciousness all that stuff that kind of comes back around to like what are these towers doing it's consciousness suppression Mm -hmm. so as far as what those things are in the sky um I know that if you read Reich's work, you know, he's talked about things that 
fall out of the sky mm -hmm. um, when you're exerting this energy on them. He had stars go out or like what? literally fall out of the sky, which it opens Kind of like the Truman Show and, you know, Sirius, which is like a flashlight yeah. falls down well, and he reads not, it. Not, not a physical light. Uh -huh. like a stage light that fell i mean mm -hmm. things fall out like almost like if you saw a shooting star go down which coincidentally it's funny shooting stars only ever go down um <laughs> but uh they basically like things would fall out of the sky where it, it how do i say this think about anti-gravity technology okay um because you're gonna come you'll come across those types of concepts when you get into the ether when you get into zero point energy mm -hmm. essentially this is zero point energy mm -hmm. so it's like what's possible with magnetic fields and with levitation and with all these things like if you suck out or draw out an energy source like say a negative energy source that can somehow suspend okay you've just blasted it literally with this positive life force and it goes out or it disappears or it oh. appears to fall to the ground it's like well that's weird and it's i'm not saying i have the answer to it uh -huh. but i'm saying i've seen things fall out of the sky before too after always after substantial organite gifting okay. after knocking out a ton of towers okay and so you know it's it's like you get into so many topics and this is why i get on tangents and lose track right is because it's not again it's not six years ago it's like now this isn't just about towers mm -hmm. this has to do with nuclear energy this has to do with uh with anti-gravity technology this has to do with you know possible portals and demon okay. realms and whatever it's like there's there's so many question marks out there mm -hmm. that you know like i think cell towers actually create rifts that are that can be closed we are essentially closing them or we are cutting off a we're cutting off an energy or we're cutting off a food source we're cutting oh, off something okay. that then restricts like that restricts chemtrails in the sky okay. and people are like oh there's fewer chemtrails today and mm -hmm. i'm like there's not there's not less air traffic i know that yeah but I, but over the course of time and this is one of the topics that gets me into into trouble about i'll bring it back to the aluminum barium and strontium mm -hmm. stuff people have i've started comfortably saying i don't subscribe to the aluminum barium and strontium anymore and the reason for that is because i've learned that something wants our attention to think this is the military to yeah. think this is that there is a bad guy we can see we can touch it here on the ground mm -hmm. and that it's it, it sort of limits the the span of like what this realm could be there are 20 yeah. bad pilots that we just need to catch exactly. and then they there can't go they're all psychos sociopaths there are 13 families on the <laughs> yeah. planet that do whatever yeah and it's like yeah. no it's it's bigger than that this goes mm. bigger than that and that's why the question why would pilots do this and i'm like right I don't think that's what my dad in. asked me. Why would they do that? They would be I, poisoning their families yeah. too. And and people ask me too. They're like, you know, could it be drones? And I'm like, it could be drones. So uh -huh. I mean, I, I think sometimes I see scaled down planes that are drones. They're smaller than regular planes, but mm -hmm. they look like a 747. Mm -hmm. So when you look at it from the angle on the ground, it's like it's much closer than mm -hmm. it is, but you'd think it was 35, 40,000 mm -hmm. feet. Yeah. And then you'd say to yourself in the back of your mind, oh, you know what? They're high enough. It's probably cold enough. Those are contrails. The system or the, the, um, 
you know, all the, the, whatever is there for it to, to manifest. I'm sure that's a possibility, you know, Mm -hmm. um, all the qualifications that are necessary for a contrail are there Mm -hmm. basically. And in reality, I'm thinking that could be something much closer. That Mm -hmm. could be a drone that could also be a hologram. Oh, that's what I've been waiting for you to say. Well, because, you know, (laughs) I'm sure you guys, I'm sure people watching this, uh, every, everyone has probably heard the term blue beam project right Mm -hmm. but like it's funny to me how many people act like it's something that's coming and then it's not something that it's already been used exactly Mm -hmm. or people i'm sure you've both heard plenty of people say well now you do know that they are (laughs) 150 to 200 years ahead of us with technology yeah yeah so I'm like, I think that's okay, well, kind of BS. <laughs> well, I mean, if, but if they are mm-hmm. ahead in technology, they're probably using it and they're not going to tell you. They want you to think yeah. we're on a primitive planet. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's like we, we went from the Stone Age to Queen yeah. Victoria to the Wild Wild West to smartphones. And it's like we have so much lost information out there. But it's like this this whole realm has been far more advanced technology but we can't get back to the moon because we we lost that we lost that technology (laughs) and you know people one thing i would tell people too i'll put i can put this in my uh in my little blog synopsis or post post video blog um you know i've seen things like the documentary shoot the moon Mm -hmm. um and i've read who built the moon by christopher knight um there are things about the moon that they don't answer necessarily answer questions about like geoengineering uh, for like, what is a substance in the air if it is a substance. Mm -hmm. But what it does do is you start to, you're flipping over puzzle pieces Mm -hmm. and you just know that as you do more of those puzzle pieces, you flip over one piece and two more show up, but you're just constantly doing, and as fast as you can, like Rain Man. And all we know is that the picture you're making is not the picture that's on the box, but Mm -hmm. it's enough to know that like, this is bigger than just pilots in the sky doing whatever mm-hmm. or a military operation mm-hmm. and they in my view they try to dumb it down to mm-hmm. make it that simplistic i mean like why would they tell you that they're why would they ever want to tell us mm-hmm. and people are like oh because they have to tell us right i'm like they don't have to tell us they're spraying you with aluminum they don't <laughs> so the fact that they they do opens up a whole other stream of questions that then takes you on this other possible route and then you get another fork in the road and another fork in the road and it's like all i know is that none of this is what i was originally told when i entered this realm Mm -hmm. and when i first branched out and started learning these concepts like geoengineering Mm -hmm. they don't add up anymore Mm -hmm. based on all these other topics well you know talk about we 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 talked with i I actually brought up it, it 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 aligns perfectly I brought up in the last episode that we did with Christine Massey and, and, uh, uh, you know, we had, uh, an author, we know Rich Monroe, who, who, uh, was really big back in the, the, sixties uh, and seventies in the, um, uh, JFK, JFK assassination, assassination and, conspiracy. and, and he was, uh, you know, we talked about the idea of controlled opposition and all this. And, and so like he was doing the, you know, this was before the internet, right. And he was doing all these presentations as kind of a, a chapter group of this individual. I can't think of the guy's name now, Lane, but he, he was the Lane? Mark Lane. I Mark think Lane. he was the de facto, uh, expert in the, the conspiracy 
uh, yet as they continued to gather more information and it, it led them to, to, you know, instead of uh, it being, you know, a, a conspiracy with certain individuals, it led them to look at, you know, the CIA and the FBI. This Mark Lane's like, well, we're... We can talk about all this other stuff, but we're not talking about CIA and and and. We don't and, have any factual evidence, yeah, so, so let's not even let's go not there. bring that up. And so they ended up outgrowing, you know, this guy who was the expert because he just wouldn't even let the conversation go there, mm-hmm. and and they and you know he learned that oh, okay yeah, this Mark Lane was controlling the the the, the fence of the mm-hmm. conversations. Like you're saying, you've come to new realizations, but then there's a lot of the community who's who's like so stuck. stuck in the strontium, you know, barium conversation that they're not willing to, to give They're not offering up. solutions. Like well, you're actually offering solutions. And we wanted to definitely go into that, you know, what can people do? Yeah, How can um, they support you? How can they be repairments also to help so, bring the grid down? You know, I, my, uh, my simplest uh, takeaway for like what a person can do is to start you want to start small. When I when I started doing this in Chicago, you know, I, I really had a point to prove. And so every minute of my life, I was like, I would hammer out as many pucks and pipes, earth pipes as I could in a given week. And then, you know, my partner and I would, would get on our bikes or we'd take the train, we'd rent a car, we'd do whatever to, it was started with Chicago and outward through Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like the best thing a person can do is to start small on their turf Mm -hmm. and sort of declare your turf, what that's going to be. And you, you want to like, I I've talked about this and I, I I think people would be ready for it after watching this. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done a video specifically on gifting. Awesome. Uh, it was called power, but it's on my web. All my videos are on my website and Mm -hmm. they're actually the, the cream of the crop is on my, uh, on the homepage. So it's like mm-hmm. right there when you, when you go to it, we'll share but the it was, link on the show notes too. Yeah. Um, but it was a video called tower busting one Oh one kill it with fire. Uh-huh. And cause my approach is like, go big or go home. <laughs> um, and, uh, see, and that's why I went fire. to the top of the mountain. No, I mean, it's, and so it's, you know, in that video I can give better, uh, cause it's just the way that the conversation was mapped out, give mm-hmm. the real bread and butter specifics. But mm-hmm. the best thing a person can do is think realistically start small you start with your home mm-hmm. and you think about like what is it what is this technology that i've got in and around my home mm-hmm. what is it i you know what what's my relationship with everyone in my local environment that like how you basically ask the question how can i get this device around all of these devices mm-hmm. and how do i how do i do it in a manner mm-hmm. that will give it longevity mm-hmm. keep it undisturbed for the mm-hmm. longest amount of time possible mm-hmm. and you know maximize the most coverage yeah and you know i tell people often to you know tr- we're we're not as critically thinking as we should be mm-hmm. a lot of even i find myself sometimes i'm like i i can't believe i didn't think of that before i wasn't mm-hmm. thinking deep enough yeah leverage the relationships you have leverage the people in your life where you're like if this is what you want to do and you want to you want to go and gift around the towers you want to create a new grid you want to fix the geoengineering problem think about what are all the ways everyone's got a way Mm -hmm. and you know it's like i've I've had moments where i felt helpless 
um, 2020, when the 5G expanded exponentially, mm-hmm. it actually slowed down our results here in the state because mm-hmm. we did we did so much gifting when we got here in 2018. Mm-hmm. So much so that like we had, well, the drought was literally, it was officially over that May. I, we moved here in November and then the next May, so what, six months, seven months later, mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, it was declared over, but we had had in a place that gets three inches of snow here and doesn't mm-hmm. even have snow plows in Sedona because wow. there is really no snow. Mm-hmm. We had 15 inches one day, uh, and then in Feb- that was in New Year's Eve, and then February of 2019, another 18 inches. Wow. Wow. Flagstaff, Flagstaff had skiing until like I think the end of June. It was almost the Fourth of July. Wow, longest, <laughs> longest ski season they'd ever had. Yeah, and we we were soaked, and and Lake Mead and Lake Powell were at maximum capacity. Amazing. And so it's funny. It's funny with all the weather and the climate. What I call the climate hoax. Um, it's funny how in just, you know, a year and a half, two years later, people are like, oh, the sky is falling. And I'm like, oh, we've been in a drought for 20 years. I'm like, no, it was already on the up and up around mm-hmm. 2018, yeah. 2019. It was declared over yeah. and everything was promising, whatever. And then it slowed down a little bit because of the expansion of 5G. We had to go and do a lot of gifting. Mm-hmm. And I, I did a project, which I'm still doing. Uh, but I, I just wanted, I coined this phrase, earth pipes across Arizona. And mm-hmm. as the name implies, I have buried thousands and thousands and thousands of earth pipes mm-hmm. across the state of Arizona. Mm-hmm. And it, we, we targeted specific places under the idea about the jet stream, where it was being suffocated, where okay. we find certain towers, the big kahuna towers. Mm-hmm. Um, people The ones get, with the balls on top, right? The ones, yeah, we, yeah. I call them the golf ball towers. The or golf ball will towers. know them as Nexrad towers. Uh-huh. Um, some people will call. Them I haven't golf ever ball. seen one. Um, so. I'm trying to remember. My friends have told me a little bit about that area. I won't say. Yeah, I won't say too. Much. We can talk about that off camera. Oh, sure. And I can tell you. I can actually tell you where some of the places they've gone around where you are. So okay. You aren't. So you aren't doubling up. On right. Anything, on but you know that's a, that's um, actually a great question though. Because I wonder, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this are wondering, you know, how something so small like this can, can you know, you got these towers that are or giant this. and, um, you know, so, some cell towers have tons of receiving units. Some only have a few. Is it a matter where, you know, ones that are heavy, you should actually be doubling up, tripling up? Yeah. I mean, how, how so do you kind of they, factor that? Yeah. Um, Does that is that on your video the uh, busting towers one the the one about gifting yes because mm-hmm. there's actually um, as you might imagine in any group of people who do things uh, like other people there's sometimes opinions that don't agree or people have a different method to their right. madness mm-hmm. um, I as I have said like I am of the go big or go home mentality mm-hmm. so a person there I know people that will say like oh you only need to put you know, one of these around a golf, one of the golf ball towers. And right. it, again, if people want to look up that term as they're even watching this, mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's called Nexrad, N-E-X-R-A-D. And it means next generation radar technology. Mm-hmm. Um, you, every state has them somewhere, but the big golf balls, I'm going to use that example. We have done, uh, we have gifted around several. Uh, and I think we've actually gifted all of the ones that were in Arizona, the research to research where some of these places are, you have to use different methods. You're not just going to like 
go knocking on. There's the no map to tell you where all of them are. <laughs> there, there are, but not all of them. No, we found okay. hidden ones that oh, wow. were that caught us off guard. Mm -hmm. But our idea, my my idea, when I say our, I mean me and my counterpart, mm -hmm. or me and my couple of friends who you know we we are a powerhouse together. Mm -hmm. um, but we will go and we will kill it with fire, meaning. <laughs> We've, we've gone to like, uh, we went to the Tonto National Park and took care of, of a, a particular tower that involved maybe a hundred hockey pucks and, wow. a, and a multitude of earth pipes. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying that that's required mm -hmm. by everything, but like sometimes like you weigh every situation, the pros and cons where like when I go out into what I call the field, I go out into the field, mm -hmm. I... I know that I never want to visit a place twice. So mm -hmm. when a, when a tower has a million panels on it, you know, mm -hmm. there's, right. there's a method. And I do talk about it in that tower busting video where like, if you found one tower, my suggestion is at least three hockey pucks and at least three. Based, okay. At, at least three. So if now, I found eight and I did a pyramid and an earth pipe, I need to go back. So no, but see, here's <laughs> the thing is that there are th the pyramid that you're referring to, mm -hmm. um, I, I won't say the full name of it on here, but the mm -hmm. initials of it are HHG. Yes. And if a person, <laughs> if a person wants, they can go look up HHG as in Greg. Uh -huh. And uh, so am I covered then if I use those two? So, so those are like <laughs> 10 tower busters in one, but like yeah. one of the equations to all this stuff, and we won't, I don't think we'll go into it for time's sake, uh -huh. but pyram pyramids, the geometry of pyramids is significant. There's yeah. a reason like, and I talk a little bit about it where I try to like springboard people to other locations where they can learn more about like, can you well, show, would... so, can you show us the yeah. one of yours? Cause I don't have mine anymore. I need to yeah. buy more. Um, I don't, I don't have one of those black ones, but I have, this is a fancier version of mm -hmm. one. Um, but it's essentially like this, this particular thing is also an HHG and which mm -hmm. just means it's a certain form. Like you have your metals, you have your resin, you make, you know, you mix it together, mm -hmm. uh, you layer it, you do whatever, but you have a crystal on the top of it mm -hmm. that goes out the top point. Yep. And then on the bottom, you there's four under the, this is actually a copper plate. This is way more overkill than a person needs for a pyramid. Okay. Um, this was sort of a gift to myself, but oh. there's a, there's a crystal point that goes in each corner. Mm -hmm. And so when you put these in those areas, when you hide them, mm -hmm. uh, they're creating a very large radius awesome. a very large bubble awesome. and so you know i i can't say there's like a specific math equation to mm -hmm. it but it's I would more say of intuition like, that's what i felt like a, a lot of it's intuition i put I, I, even, I put the pyramid down i was like oh i think you should put an earth pipe and so i went in the other side and we talked so, one and it went in so easy because it's rocky soil but mm -hmm. it, it was like perfect just slid right in See, so different, like, it felt, there, there's, it felt a, right. there's a, there's a tool for each and every, uh, possibility. I mean, obviously the tower buster, the hockey puck is like the universal thing that it's, it's versatile. It's mm -hmm. easy to launch. I have mm -hmm. heard, I mean, I get a lot of <laughs> hilarious emails from people who talk about some of the things they do. Uh -huh. which they shouldn't. I just, but, I, um, mine, I ended up burying it because I, yeah. I could have thrown it, but I felt like somebody's going to see it. It's you can essentially, it's just like, how do I put this yeah. around that? 
And right. so whatever, whatever method of delivery a person uses, <laughs> but see when, when 5G expanded in 2020, um, which that's a whole other can of worms, obviously. With right. The, episode two. The, <laughs> Part two. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, and so uh, it, it, as that was expanding and I was seeing like, oh, they're, you know, this is February, March, whatever. They're mm-hmm. going to try to fry us this summer. You know, yeah. this would have been the summer of 2020. Yeah. And I knew like, we've got to, uh, I've got to do something stronger. I've mm-hmm. got to do something bigger. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we might load up the car with a hundred, 200 tower busters. We make a picnic, we go out, we venture to the forest or to, so whatever our location is, our intended location, we'll go and we'll do the deed as long as it's necessary and then go home. Mm-hmm. And at that point I knew I was, I was learning a lot about the ley lines, the grid, and like, I would challenge people to go look at the formation of where towers have been planted because there mm-hmm. is, there is a sim- symbolism. Do you have that it. on your website? Like a, a little, a little bit. I blog mm-hmm. about it more. Okay. Um, and then on my Instagram too, which people can find me under Mitch, the orgone donor, or just the orgone donor. Cool. Um, I think the handle is at the orgone donor, um, which anyway, it's all on my, all on my website to mm-hmm. find, but I talk about the tower placement and I actually do that in almost, I think every, every episode of anything I've, where I've ever run my mouth, Mm -hmm. I talk about the formation of it because there are reasons they put towers on ley lines. Mm -hmm. There's a reason they put towers on water towers and Mm -hmm. around water stores. Or next to health food stores. (laughs) Well, not just, so I think that's like a way of inverting um, energy, but like they they put them on low vibrational places. So things like prisons, factory farms, hospitals, public schools. schools. Exactly. (laughs) So it's like anywhere that they want. And this goes into that thing where when I say energy, this is about energy and people are like, well, no, this is the aluminum. I'm like, go explore this energy component Mm -hmm. because the placement of these towers is just as significant as what they're doing or what Mm -hmm. they're emitting. Mm -hmm. They, whatever it is that has Mm -hmm. done this, knows exactly what it's doing through the energy grid that runs on this realm Mm -hmm. to try and create this artificial construct. Mm -hmm. So, um, so using that information, I knew like, I want to start drawing earth pipes into the, driving them into the ground Mm -hmm. in every one of these locations. And I'm like, they, they're creating a grid. Yeah. I'm going to create, I'm going to create your own grid. Yeah. I'm going to create. Yeah. And so, and, and, and I found, I mean, like I, I would, suggest to people like because you know this stuff can cost money obviously right so like for those that want to cover a lot of ground um you know i suggest going with earth pipes earth pipes are stronger than tower busters Mm -hmm. but but tower busters the the hockey pucks are more versatile yeah you know you can't you don't always have time you know sometimes you can use something like this to hammer an earth pipe in the ground and to those who are curious basically an earth pipe think of it as an acupuncture needle for the for the earth mm. that gets you know hit into I the ground until it disappears yeah so for those but, listening it's it's like a foot long <laughs> copper pipe yeah that, yeah that's yeah. stuffed yeah. with the organite too. material that's in the hockey puck it's like a similar material right exact it's like a tower it's filled with tower buster or pyramid material same same mixture but mm-hmm. then has uh, crystal points that go down uh, so that when it is deployed in the ground, the points are actually drawn down into the earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I mean, my favorite analogy is that they are essentially an acupuncture needle mm-hmm. uh, for, for the earth. And so, um, and also as you're describing it for anyone who is listening, 
They don't have to be copper. They don't have to be this long. Mm -hmm. This is a standard one, like what I have on my website in my shop. Mm -hmm. I know these were part of the pack actually that you got. Yeah. Um, that's a lot to cover a lot of ground because mm -hmm. like I typically recommend a person has one earth pipe in their yard, mm -hmm. unless you own like five or six acres or more, mm -hmm. then I say, okay, for every like three acres you want to do, you know, I would do like an extra pipe or you mm -hmm. start to create formations. You start to create like a triangle around whatever, or if mm -hmm. people live on water, it's like use these different scenarios to your advantage, where you are, what's around you, what have they tapped into? Mm -hmm. Are you on a vortex or an energy point or railroad tracks, which are just ley lines? Um, <laughs> are they or, really? You know, <laughs> they, they, railroad tracks are along the ley lines because they're in an, an antenna. And I didn't, it was something that blew my mind more recently in the last year was like when someone just point blank said, you know, we never built the railroads. We just unburied them. And I thought, oh my wow. God, I think, I think you're right. And as the more I looked into that, like there's, there's actually a lot of really questionable rules about why the federal government forbids anybody to walk along the tracks. Um, because there's a, there's a book people can get. I haven't read it myself. My friend got it and has raved about it, mm -hmm. but it's called lay, lay lines and energy grids or lay lines and energy points, or it's called lay lines and energy grids. Mm -hmm. If you search that on the uh, Amazon or whatever, mm -hmm. you'll find it. And it's like 20 bucks, but it talks about, uh, like intentions, you can, you can actually get a group of people together with an intention and you can manifest pretty quickly if, along, if you're doing it along those ley lines or along the railroad tracks, because really? they are just, they're just energy antenna. Wow. And so it's like, that's, that's only one component, but like, you've got ley lines, you've got pyramids, you've got all this data out there now about the, the weird things that are going on with frequencies and energy. Mm -hmm. And so when I, when I apply that mm -hmm. to what it is I'm doing, creating my grid, I'm like, oh, well, it's, it's no surprise to me that I, when I read about, uh, there's a Russian guy, you can read on this on my website, but a mm -hmm. Russian guy built some 150 foot tall pyramids mm -hmm. out of similar materials. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this, I think on the phone, Yeah, he had all these extinct plants that sort of manifested out of nowhere. Wow. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's, that's interesting. Cause I know from my own experience and the experience of everyone I hear from mm -hmm. that has, is using this, it makes your plants organize in this case makes yeah. your plants grow faster. Yeah. You know, people plant earth pipes and have primary water, their wells come up. I have a friend in uh, the Salt Lake city area who um, he has a friend, I think it was Salt Lake city or maybe park park city. Is that over there? Yeah. Uh, anyway, mm -hmm. he has a friend in the water department who's been talking about their, their water table or whatever, like their water has risen 17 feet over the last year and he can't explain it. Wow. And I'm like, that's really, that's interesting to me because I, you know, I don't know a ton of people mm -hmm. who are doing this, mm -hmm. but I do know a number of them. And I know a good handful that are in the Utah area mm -hmm. that it, it, begs these questions last year during my when i started my earth pipe project by the middle of august september mm -hmm. we had primary water and i'd hear from people all over the state that were like mitch i've lived here for 30 years this creek this well this this uh every, all the washes everything and these rivers never had a drop of water in them so long as i've lived here and they were all just booming that's amazing and like, well, where? it rained a lot but it didn't rain that much like to fill all this stuff so it's like if you look at the tower placement, 
it, and this is to bridge that gap of what's going on with frequency in this whole component, this geoengineering component. Mm -hmm. These towers, I know they create a frequency that's preventing primary water from coming to the surface. Yeah. And then they say wells are drying up, climate change, buy your Tesla. Right, and then, right. That, you know, it's, <laughs> I mean, I feel hybrids. like tax yourself to death and buy a Tesla is like yeah. all we want. Yeah. And so, right. um, so yeah, with all of these, I know it's a, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. But it's I, I want to be able to to get the message across that um, this isn't as simplistic anymore as bust the tower, make it rain. Mm -hmm. It's like it's not even just about making it rain. It's that there are all these energetic components going on in this realm that it restores. You know, awesome. we didn't just we didn't just have a great monsoon season. I mean, we had returns of wildlife that were just like mind-blowing as far especially like anything with these migratory patterns like birds butterflies mm -hmm. the hummingbird situation was was nuts mm -hmm. um there was a butterfly boom that you couldn't i mean you couldn't drive your car without hitting a butterfly windshield i mean it was yeah wow. you gotta go wash the car so i mean it's like there were there were these things coinciding with like wildflower booms and the mm -hmm. mesas that were brown when i got here in 2018 mm -hmm. are just like bright green now amazing you know and and so it's there's just there's a lot and i understand like how do you know how do you scale that down um but it's it's worth looking into all those topics. It's worth looking at what I would call I, I call it my dinner party. Mm -hmm. um, if I had to put together a dinner party, everyone I would invite to that table, and that's what I want to put in this this blog post I'll have for mm -hmm. for people after this that I think they'd enjoy, mm -hmm. because this this whole idea of energy frequency and vibration like this is a tool to to basically like take back this realm from whatever it is that has invaded it yes and to restore not just the weather but to really just restore life to restore the cycle of life i so. do i do think i think that's well said and i do think it, it's it's um something that that was hard for me to grasp until you know uh fabby had gone up on the mountain and then came down. <laughs> what was uh you know you're actually not we, we use the tower we use the term busting but you're it's not stopping cell phones from yeah, working. That's a, exactly. So, and, but here's the thing. People, are, that's a number one question. That's on my, I also tell people, go to my frequently asked questions page. It's on my website. It's under, I, I think it's under about, or you'll find it. Just scroll at the top. You'll see FAQ. Mm -hmm. And um, I get a lot of compliments on it because it's, I, I worked very hard on it, but that's a popular question. Will my phone stop working? What happens to my Wi-Fi? What's going on? This is about changing an energy signature. And the more I've learned about this, it's becoming it's becoming more of an observation that EMF in and of itself is not actually the bad part. And that doesn't sit well with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, it also begs the question of, is it possible that a person can set up their energy field or their everything about what's what's going on with them i guess we could call it i don't like to say aura because the new age has ruined so many things right. but like <laughs> if you can create the flow of of this energy in a manner that's so positive and in touch with the realm that mm -hmm. you're supposed to be in mm -hmm. with, by your by your creator mm -hmm. then you could essentially be 
I don't want to say invincible, mm -hmm. but then nothing they throw at you can hurt you. Mm -hmm. And in a way, like if you look around at what they do to attack, you know, they poison the water, they poison the food, they poison the air, they, they create genetically modified food, which is dead food, mm -hmm. um, which you can use tools like this to actually help speed up the process of converting GMOs back into heirlooms. That's awesome. something a lot of people don't know. Mm -hmm. But when you get into those topics, the same way a GMO can go back to an heirloom, it's kind of like, think about yourself. You're going back into being a, a awakened individual before, yeah. from, from before you got put to sleep. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's like, it's the same cycle. It's this life energy, life finds a way. And I think that's from Jurassic Park, mm -hmm. but like life will always <laughs> find a way to get back to what it is kind of like the extinct plants outside of the pyramids I talked about. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, how did that happen? It's mm -hmm. like, well, it's a theory that mm -hmm. was that was proposed, and I'll, and there was a consensus that there was an energy of this this we call it interdimensional, multidimensional, whatever. But it's like a multi-layered life that is tapping into where the genetic code for that particular stuff existed prior, mm -hmm. and it has pulled it, it has brought it back into that existence, mm -hmm. kind of in the same way that you could tweak the genetic code of a plant and mm -hmm. bring back into existence what God originally or the creator originally created mm -hmm. or with a human who is waking up. Mm -hmm. It is getting back to nature, back in touch with its creative source. Mm -hmm. And that's where I, I try to bridge the gap to the, the, the new age stuff is um, people will learn on my website. I'm very vocal about certain, certain things um, because it is hard. You want to, uh, you want to explain this stuff from like just a physics standpoint. You want to give a textbook explanation and say, this is how it is. Prove mm -hmm. exactly why. Yeah. But the, the best I can do is say, you know, you have to actually do what I did. You have to go prove it wrong. Yes, and, and I love get your that. Feet dirty. So that's awesome. So to recap, yeah. if people want tools, you do offer tutorials. You also have a shop yes. on your website. Yep. I have uh, so yeah, if people are interested, so any, if anyone does get anything on my shop, um, that is, you know, I, I have a matrix job like the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. I get my, what I call my matrix participation. <laughs> and, uh, I like that. I'm I, stealing uh, that. Okay. Please do. I stole it from my friend. So, um, she'll be, she'll be happy. Uh, but it's, you know, it can doing this work. I mean, it is, it's it's not easy i mean especially mm -hmm. as materials are becoming you know we, we know what's happening with yeah. supply lines yes and things like that. so there are there are all these challenges and so um for those who do purchase anything on my website you know that's how i fund all of my experiments i mean mm -hmm. because the matrix job wouldn't wouldn't cover that mm -hmm. um so that's if they want to jump in that way they can mm -hmm. but one thing i'd really like to see more of is uh, you know, I've got plenty of tutorials on my page. I show, I have, um, I kind of like step-by-step -step recipe instructions with visuals, pictures, and some mm -hmm. videos mm -hmm. uh, for, for doing things like tower busters. Mm -hmm. I've got a very, very in-depth video tutorial on how to make the earth pipes. Cool. And um, I have downloadable PDFs that go in, I mean, sometimes too much detail, but like the chem busters, the, mm -hmm. the tall towers, the sky yeah. cleaners. Yeah. For those that want to make sky those, you know, cleaners. I love it. They they can be a bit uh they can be a bit pricey mm -hmm. and time consuming. Mm -hmm. But I try to I mean I, I try my big thing is like I spend most of my time answering 
emails answering questions and teaching people how to do this mm -hmm. because the that's the only way it's going to success yeah i know when, when, when you guys talked on the phone that one day i think you talked like an hour and a half yeah, and i was yeah, like i was like, was awesome. I was like man god he's really devoting some time you yeah. were like my fourth call that day <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> I, and it, and i mean we had a wonderful conversation um I, that is something i love for I would or I would enjoy for people to know at least that it's like that's how I am serious you know it's like mm -hmm. why would you teach people how to make something that would put yourself out of business it's like because this isn't that's not what this is about this mm -hmm. is about restoring something as Reich says in his books like something has invaded our earthly existence regardless of what that is it could be more physical, etherical, it could be human, it could not, whatever anybody wants to think, but there's an issue and there's a problem and it needs to be solved. Yeah. And, you know, again, I just, it's like, I just strongly urge people like, go prove, please go prove it wrong. Mm -hmm. And then, and then send, start, you know, send me some messages or we can talk on the phone. I'd love yeah. to hear what's going on. Cause I hear some of the craziest stuff from people that they're like, Mitch, hey, I took your advice. I did this, blah, blah, blah. Here's what happened. And I'm like, this is awesome because, you know, we try not to, I don't really do a lot of, um, I don't save too much on the digital side. I try, like, because people ask me, do you keep track of where you gift? Right. Yes, I keep track. <laughs> I keep track of where I gift, but I do not do it digitally mm -hmm. um, because for obvious reasons. Makes sense. Uh -huh. and, and there are there are methods to it. There There's uh there's a lot of respect that should be given to this particular thing uh, just because of the severity of it. I mean, like, think about what it is you're, you're doing. Like there's mm -hmm. this problem with these, I call them weapons mm -hmm. that have been put up for, for all these nefarious reasons. Yeah. So it, it deserves a level of respect while at the same time, it should be fun. It should be rewarding. Yeah. It should be exciting. Yeah. And so, um, so definitely, you know, I, I tell everybody, you know, like this is, this is a really good segue. This video will be a good segue mm -hmm. to then when they want to jump in with the gifting, mm -hmm. you know, how to do it respectfully, responsibly, and really maximize their, their coverage. So amazing. And, and, and Mitch, just one, uh, cause I know we're probably near the end here, at least for, for our talk today, but, um, you know, we've done all these episodes about, um, you know, like, I don't know if you know Dr. Tom Cowan and stuff about, about, uh, you know, the virus, yeah. you know, viruses don't exist and stuff and what can be measured. I, I just wanted to just kind of get your take, not on viruses, but on orgon energy. Is there yeah. a measuring tool or a metric or, or, uh, yes, there are here. Let me, sorry, I should have had this. And this is purely, what I'm going to tell you is purely anecdotal. Okay. For, um, because a lot of this is exper it's it's experimenting it's observation. Mm -hmm. um, there are certain tools, and I just ha I got one of these a few years ago. It's called an experimental um, experimental life meter or life energy meter. There are I wanted to get a tool that it comes with all these different probes and things. Now I'm not saying to people to go get this because. Mm -hmm. It's, it's almost, it's like, it's a hearsay machine is what it is, okay. mm -hmm. but it's interesting that you can, like, I wanted to test soil mm -hmm. around cell towers before and after, you know, doing the deed of gifting. Mm -hmm. um, there are instructions to these types of things. People can get into like what I would call the academic side 
of Oregon Energy, people mm -hmm. like James DeMeo, people will come across his name. Um, he's not, I know he's not a fan of Oregonite. He's, I'm, <laughs> I have, I have opinions people will have to read on my website because I'm not going to go there right now, but uh -huh. um, there, that's one particular tool as far as for those who are like, I need the physics, like I need a machine to tell me what it is that's going on. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, again, it's like, it's something you can experiment with because really what you're dealing with here, it's, we're dealing with electricity and magnetism in this realm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, of course, there's a way, whether you're using, I think uh, Wilhelm Reich used a, he, he like tweaked a millivolt reader. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I know that like, if you research Masaru Emoto and his water experiments, you know, like what he's looking at the, the spark of the restructurizing of water, yeah. you can restructure water with organite, mm -hmm. which is interesting that the, that when I talk about primary water coming out of the ground, it's like, you can look at that stuff under a microscope. You can, you can do different things like that, but really for me, a lot of it, I mean, it's going to be like, Go seeking like a, doing a big experiment for me it was the earth pipes thing awesome. um but people people can also take organite they can put it in the freezer a very popular test everybody does is the mm -hmm. water test yeah they'll do the with the vortex you basically just put put your organite in the freezer put a cup of water i recommend a plastic cup um mm -hmm. because it will probably shatter a glass do you one. have to put it like, on top of the hockey puck a certain so, way I'm not, I'm not sure because I've also done it where I put the organite in the refrigerator, but it was still under it. Mm -hmm. And so the water, but the water would still structure when I removed the puck from the refrigerator, then the water didn't have a vortex in mm -hmm. it. So it didn't, what that told me was that it didn't necessarily have to be where the cup is directly on top of okay. it, but it. it's, I don't know. I would, you know, do, do we'll experiment. As a control. Exactly, exactly. Do a control. So, that's so, right. Good so idea. The, the water one is a test that's common. And then um, also the plant test. Mm -hmm. uh, and this you'd have to do where you, you'd have to keep your, like, let's say you want to test uh, sprouting. Uh, seeds typically germinate faster surrounded by this stuff. Sweet. So you would want to make sure to separate them as far as you could, wherever it is you're conducting your experiment. Mm -hmm. So try, you know, do that or have your potted plants or even your plants in the ground, I would bury an earth pipe around them and then be observant of like what's going on with that energy. Cool. Um, this is a side, well, I'll say this other test too. And then I want to talk about a side tangent with water and plant growth because mm -hmm. I think it would tie into this. Mm -hmm. But um, you can also, I mean, like I get a lot of, I get a lot of feedback from people who get tower busters. They put them by the areas where they sleep. Mm -hmm. And a consistency that I hear from people all the time is uh, sleep cycles. They talk about improvements in their sleep cycle. Amazing. They talk about vivid dreaming, mm -hmm. uh, just like relaxation. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking like, okay, well, I want to be very clear. I'm not a doctor. I'm not suggesting it's not a medical device, but it's like, well, what is it that is happening then if what they're saying is true? And mm -hmm. I've, I've had those same experiences, but now I have so much around, I mean, you, I live in the village of Oak Creek in Arizona for anyone that's familiar with that. Please don't ever gift the village of Oak Creek in Arizona because <laughs> the last place on earth that you that need to, to give is there. Awesome. And so, so, so I'm not around anything that would give me a different, and I'm in a very, very low EMF area. 
Awesome. That when we have everything off at night, we don't have anything running through our house. Mm-hmm. But um, the sleep cycles are a very popular one mm-hmm. and agitation. And I'm I'm wondering if it is as simple as like when we're tapped, when we're zapped and tapped by mm-hmm. these frequencies, mm-hmm. if you're changing the structure of that wave or you're changing the field around you, then what is it that's penetrating you? Do you right. have the same thing zapping your brain? Right. Uh, or what is it that caused Because I mean, there are people, if you, over the years, there's more information about this. When mm-hmm. I started, it was so, so limited, mm-hmm. but people who want to kind of dive in, I would, I would suggest they go and do some research on Don and Carol Croft, mm-hmm. uh, that's C-R-O-F-T, Don and Carol Croft. Uh, and then on George Ritchell, who has a website, Organize Africa. Those are, so George, or so uh, Don and Carol have since, uh, passed away over the years, but, mm-hmm. um, George is, George is around and he's sort of my, I mean, he's one of my biggest influences awesome. as far as the work I do, because he's gifting in, in Africa as the mm-hmm. name implies. I'm going to go and gift in Brazil when we go there. He and I, <laughs> nice. Well, he, so he and I, we, we have similar turf and he's kind of, you know, again, it's, it goes back to that idea, like what caused these deserts? Right. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't the earth's natural cycle of, it wasn't killing itself. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so anyway, in regards to that, I wanted to also talk about with just quickly that with, um, if you pay attention to when it rains, I've kind of come to this idea about rain and structured water, because I mentioned earlier that, you know, I don't think anymore that it's just simply condensation evaporation and then rain clouds and boom, uh, that it's more of an energetic process. Mm-hmm. The earth, I, I believe the earth is sending out these signals. These signals tell the atmosphere, where to formulate this energy field that will create the conditions necessary for the rain to fall. Mm -hmm. So in places where there's lots of primary water, you may not have, you know, you, you may not have a lot of rain, or if you lose that primary water, your trees, which are just scalar antenna are going to be sending out signals to the atmosphere saying, bring that rain here. Right. And, and so, and I think those conditions are like prime conditions in the summers, which Mm -hmm. could explain some of the monsoon seasons that think places like Arizona, New Mexico, and Southern California get, um, places that are, that are very dry. Mm -hmm. But, um, I've noticed that when it does rain, that even all, every plant I have, every vegetable, fruit, whatever, everything within like 24 to 48 hours is like booming again even the stuff that didn't come into contact with that water. And, and I talk about this more, this will be an episode two. All right. (laughs) The idea that after you kind of graduate from the, the tower busting, you gift all the areas around you, you install a chem buster on your property and on the tops of hill, wherever it is, you want to put the chem busters around. Then you start playing with things like power wands, which are like, uh, I just call them etheric tools to manipulate the ether and you can like manifest rain clouds. You can draw things into your area. And what I think is happening is like, you've created this, this high intensity energy field. It brings the rain. It brings all this energy, this positive energy, uh, which coincidentally makes 5g not operate properly. That's Mm -hmm. a whole other thing, Mm -hmm. but then all of your plants and everything are reactive to that, whether they're touching the water or not. Everything just has like this vibrancy after a rainstorm. And today we saw that actually because yesterday we had a really good monsoon here. Uh, awesome. in Arizona. But it's 
so the idea of like there's some there's a component of water there's a component of electricity and magnetism the ether the i mean there's just the pyramids and everything it's like this is that laundry list that for a person to make complete sense it's like i would say don't stop at you know tower buster good put by tower end of subject got it it's just so so much bigger than that amazing that's awesome well we appreciate so, <laughs> go I ahead i just want to say too i'm super glad that you didn't have to do, have to do this <laughs> signal. So, we're good. Yeah, but we're definitely anyway. gonna have part two because there's so much yeah I, i've gotten like six or seven ideas of where i want to yeah. take the conversation but i think we've wet everybody's appetite pretty yes. well so is there anything else you want to mention to people just as far as where to find um, you and whatnot yeah, so uh, of course people can find me on my website, theorgonedonor.com, mm -hmm. and that's or orgone. Obviously, people confuse it with organ. Obviously, I mean, I my motto before was you should be an orgone donor, and uh, <laughs> yes. but it's o o r g o n e donor d o n o r dot com. Um, I and would you're love on, in Twitter for, too. You said uh, not Twitter. I'm, uh, I'm not on Twitter, but I am on Instagram. Instagram, uh, yes. I am not one of the cool kids i haven't gotten into the telegram and the signal and all that if people send people send me stuff because I, I started like just i think for international calling or something mm -hmm. uh i started one but it, you know the best way to contact me is probably going to be email mm -hmm. and I, I i do have to to be clear that like tr i tell people don't write novels if you right. write yeah. a novel it's, Keep it pithy. it's hard <laughs> it, it's hard and i know some for some people it's like just take your most interesting point and try to get to get my attention because um i spend a great d i mean every minute of my life is spent uh if i'm not working it's answering emails and and talking on the phone to people right. and trying to get them to you know do this work so yeah so go go to my website and then also be on the lookout um i haven't made an announcement yet of this but before we started speaking on here, I mentioned mm -hmm. to you guys about some of the chem. I'm working on a separate project that I haven't said anything about. Uh, I was kind of at my wits end again this year. As I'm still doing my earth pipe project, uh, I, I unleashed a bunch of chem busters in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And we found some really just awesome locations. And our monsoon season has started early. Mm -hmm. And the media has, has said just after putting all these chem busters out, this was about a month ago we started. And they said that they're expecting this to be a wetter monsoon season than last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just interesting to me that the media said this literally the day we were delivering all this stuff and driving around the state. And I'm like, they're acknowledging something. They yeah, know it, right. they know it's yeah. coming and they can't cover it up. Right. So I, would, so I want people to be on the lookout for arizona's weather okay and especially those if you do live in arizona kind of keep just keep an extra eye out on the sky and what you see with the formation of these storms and and how they roll in and out and in comparison to how they used to or how they were kind of suffocated there for around like 2020 mm -hmm. but um yeah just to be just to be mindful of it because i okay. think that's the way you really start to get people on board with be this. a believer oh, well, are, and yeah and also people only want to look up when they see a chemtrail or they see yeah, that it's raining right and i'm like for me it's like first thing i do every day is i go outside and like, check out the conditions the sky yeah. and exactly uh -huh. it's all this it's like just data collection okay so that i i can then know like oh there's a 10 percent chance of rain this afternoon uh -huh. i can't like yesterday i can go do my 
what we call ether damming. That's a part two, but spinning, adjusting everything, changing mm-hmm. the channels on the like weird devices <laughs> yeah. and help and help to nudge that and to, and to maximize it or Sweet. to, you know, maybe run out and start busting stuff that maybe has just recently popped up things to nudge the weather. So Sweet. yeah, just, be on the lookout for all that. Yeah. So that is great. Thank you so much yeah. for yeah. all the knowledge, all the sharing. We'll sh- share everything in the show notes. And then we will... Um, Look to schedule a yeah, follow-up. That's right. Cool. Thank you awesome. so much. And guys, if, you, if you're listening, if you want to contribute in a small way, you can donate on Mitch's website as well to the cause. He's doing a lot of work going all over the country, you know, gifting, <laughs> busting towers. So donate and uh, get some tools and let's get to work. All right. Thanks, Mitch. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Bye. You bet. All right. Well, man, what an episode. Fabi, what did you think of that? That was so informative and so empowering. Yeah, there there were so many more areas we could have talked about, but... uh, So much to cover, but we... Highly recommend, if this resonated with you, to check out his website has a ton of information, videos, tutorials of what is possible. You can be part of like this huge movement of actually helping solve problems. And uh, our Mommy? daughter, uh, it gave us one second. Give us one second. Why is Tristan crying? Okay, give us one second. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's go ahead motherhood and, and get out of here. You. Okay. Fabi, what do you want to tell everybody? Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe, and stay curious. And follow us on Telegram and Twitter, the Collective Resistance Podcast. Woohoo!